Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with George Hickman, CIO at Albany Medical Center. In this segment, Hickman talks about why CIOs need to create leverage rather than trying to push things to the back burner, the Henry Kissinger skills he learned while in consulting, and the world of change he's seen since coming to Albany in 2003. Um, we, like others, struggled with the portal item. We decided to, to build our own portal capability with a vendor versus acquiring portal capability from an HIE. Uh, so we contracted um, with Follow My Health, Jardogs, which, uh, as, you, as you know, uh, Jardogs then came into the Allscripts family. Uh, right. you, know, you might know the history with Jim Hewitt and his role once upon a time at Allscripts. He spins out, becomes a CIO, develops a portal, builds a company around it, sells it back to Allscripts, and then he goes there, sells it to Allscripts, and then he goes back to be their CTO again. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, so and, and Jim is staying close to things here too, which is good. But uh, the, um, but you know, we we had to make the investment to valet uh, the portal to our patients on the hospital side. The practice is not as difficult. If you think about it, there are certain kinds of patients who go to uh, our specialists who want to look in a portal and see what the results are. Right. Uh, and see them quickly. You could have an endocrinology, uh, endocrinology patient who's diabetic who wants, after the visit, want to see how they're doing with all their numbers uh, versus uh, on the hospital side, you know, I think, I think uh, people who have, are, you know, getting toward the end of a hospitalization or even coming in at the beginning of a hospitalization are not necessarily thinking at the time about going to home, logging in on a portal, look up everything that happened that's been posted in the record. Right. And so uh, we've done things like at time of, uh, you know, as, as to the last day of stay, uh, actually having uh, some workforce members that, that round and go to the patient room as they're prepping the patient to leave and actually help them with their first log on and walk them through the portal and uh, create an experience for them so that they'll uh, hopefully want to come back and do it again in terms of uh, accessing the portal for data. So that, that was tricky, but we wanted our own branding. We wanted our own workflows with that. We wanted to associate the portal with our own landing page and other content given our academic mission, so that's the way we did it, and, um, and we've gotten there. Right. Okay. All right, so obviously um, a lot going on, and um, you know when we talk about that with, with CIOs, something that comes up a lot is uh, the the prioritization challenges, and um, you know sometimes you can just hear it in people's voices or see it on their faces if you're talking to them in person that it, it is so challenging having to juggle so much. Can, can you just kind of give some? <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> mm. Sorry. Um, just some thoughts on that, you know, what it takes to kind of decide what needs to be done now and what can wait. I use a Ouija board most days. If that doesn't work, I have one of those magic eight balls. <laughs> That's a good strategy. <laughs> you know, it, 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 I mean, you're... Uh, this is one of those, you know, what's the answer to life and the universe and everything. I can't remember what the number was. Um, I read the book when I was in college. The, um, 
you know, the challenge of, of priority, it reminds me of a boss I once had who, as we would meet, he would, I'd be going through a list of things with him. He'd go, when you leave here, that is your number one priority. I'd go to the next thing on the list, we'd talk about it, and he'd say, when you leave, that's going to be your number one priority. <laughs> and we'd get through the list, I'd say, uh, Joe, you just gave me five number one priorities for the day. And he said, that's exactly right. <laughs> That and that's that's what it is these days. Yeah. I mean, uh, whether you're a CIO, you're sitting in a, any other seat in the C-suite, um, the, the list is very long. It's changing. We have the the whole uh, challenge in New York State of reforming the Medicaid system, and you know our government and DOH here sort of leading the charge and describing. Uh, certainly with incentives, uh, but describing all the way to conceptual process and conceptual technology, here are the things you're going to have to put in place to, re- you know, to reform how it is that you treat your Medicaid patient population to assure that they are getting the care that they need, but doing it in a way that decreases hospitalization and manages clinical utilization more than you ever did. Now, that's becoming a very big priority right now. At the same time, sure, there's MU. There's the things that we need to do to continue to grow our business. So, you know, we're out buying up practices. We will have a new hospital as a family member, uh, hopefully by the end of the year. We're talking with yet another hospital about being a family member right now. Mm-hmm. Um we're opening emergent care practices. Uh, in fact, um, we opened, I have to remember, we opened two new ones last year. We'll open two new ones this year, and I'm sure we'll open two more next year. Right. Um, and so on. So so all of that, you know, requires the efforts of the whole C-suite. But if you talk to a CIO, then sure, we've got to talk about how it is that we integrate all those things, how it is that we make decisions to you know, buy versus and or uh, to collapse infrastructures for economies versus when there are causes to keep those infrastructures separate uh, and so on. And I can't, I can't say that, um, I can't say that there's necessarily a lot of opportunity to push things to the back burner. Mm-hmm. Maybe more so, uh, I find I think a lot, and I and I coach my my direct reports a lot about how it is that we create leverage, and we create leverage by continuing to add to our talent pool, and then we are able to to delegate to others if we coach them well so that we don't have to have everything residing on our plates alone. Right. And, um, and that's the best way, I think, at least for now, that I've figured out how to manage through um, the many things that we're, we're, that we're facing that are all number one priorities. Right. Yeah, there's there's definitely no uh no easy answer or no no single answer, but it's um you know something that everybody faces, so it's uh good to get that perspective. And that you said you you've been at uh, Albany since 2003. Yeah, I came right at the end of the year. Yes. Okay. And then uh, before that, I noticed that you had you had CIO experience, and then also had some time with uh, Ernst and Young. So uh, I, I can imagine um, gave you uh, kind of a 
good diverse background for coming into this this role yeah i um you know i i i by education i have a bachelor's and i have a master's degree uh both in engineering uh but engineering where i opted to steer my electives and or uh in the case of grad school, my graduate school concentration uh, toward computer science. Um, when I came out of school, I went to work in a health provider, healthcare provider setting, a hospital system, St. Mary's Health System in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, which was uh, near to hometown, um, and was very fortunate because I, I worked for a guy, Joe McDonald, who um, is the CEO at uh, Catholic Health Services in Buffalo now, uh, okay. and uh, and he was a very young um, chief operating officer. Joe gave me way more lead than you should probably ever give a, a, a guy that's 22 to 25 years old, <laughs> um, but he had me do all kinds of stuff all over the organization that led to me having really a, a process and kind of supporting application understanding, but a lot of process understanding about how things worked in a healthcare delivery organization. Uh, That positioned me uniquely for consulting at a young age. And and at 25 years of age, I went to to Price Waterhouse. So I spent four years at Price uh, and another eight years at Ernst with a CIO stop in between. Um, In my consulting years, I, I might have been focused on regional provider uh, work, um, but I can tell you in the early days at Price, while I was doing work um, in western Pennsylvania, upstate New York, Ohio, West Virginia, I, I I spent, I think one year my number one billable client was in Scottsdale, Arizona, another year it was in Portland, Oregon. I did work uh, for the Ministry of Health in England in the early days of privatization. I did work hmm. for the Ministry of Health in Singapore. Um, and all of those opportunities, all those engagements um, early on certainly shaped and influenced me and gave me experiences that um, I think I'm just much better for having had them. Um, I did have a CIO stop after Price uh, with, with a very large healthcare delivery system. And it was, you know, it was an early, uh, it was an early job uh, in terms of my age and experience, but uh, thankfully because of client and other um, consulting firm relationships, the organization pulled me in. And, and so that was, that was a great you know, kind of opportunity along the way. Right. Uh, eight years at Ernst, eventually a partner at Ernst before I left. You know, there, there's no doubt that, that having had the ability to work in many, many, many organizations, see all of the different different cultural and behavioral things that can go on, organization to organization, executive to executive, and the sorts of problems that got pulled in to work on usually were problems where the organization knew that they needed to augment who they had there for the sake of doing something and doing it better. Uh, so, you know, um, I got to work with really bright people. I got to work in some really challenging circumstances sometimes. And I got to meet a ton of people. 
uh, along the way, all of which have, have made me a better, well, made me a better consultant, but it also made me a better a better CIO in the long run. Um, so, so yeah, my my 12 years along the way in consulting uh, probably gifted me in some ways to uh, to a know I had to get things done based on metrics, but b also maybe taught me a few uh, Henry Kissinger skills uh, as to when those might be needed too, right. um, and a host of other things. On the other side of it, working in house, um, you know, in a CIO job. Um, while I was a consultant, and I did that for a while, I, I really missed the the sense of community. The you know, where you're camped out for one at one place for a long period of time, and or the sense of seeing something really accomplished, where it's not a you know kind of a go in, drop in, get it done, and get out. Uh, and in the case of you know Albany Medical Center, um, you know I've been very fortunate to have an executive team here, a team of people around me. And a board that's put a lot of a lot of faith and trust in in the things that we've done, uh, and continues to invest, and we've been able to shape something very fine here over a period of time. Right. Uh, so I can compare and contrast the two. Um, I can assure you that also uh, both working in the hospital setting and in the consulting setting, you know, shaped me to, as to who I am and, and have benefited me uh, in my role here. Right. Did you have any idea what you were walking into uh, coming to uh, Albany and, you know, just about to really get, get into the electronic world? <laughs> well, you know, uh, things were not very evolved here. There were some real challenges at the time with what was going on with Sorian. I could tell by the fact that I wasn't being told too much that <laughs> it probably was going to be very challenging. <laughs> right. And, and, it, and it certainly was. Uh, and yet again, I you know I, I can look back over now uh, the 11 plus years and and see just how far we've evolved things and and uh, you know I, I feel I, I feel that others can feel what I feel but I definitely feel a sense of, of some personal pride in seeing how uh, this organization has come along. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I know I've uh, taken a lot of your time, but I, I really appreciate it. We, we got to cover a lot, and uh, I definitely appreciate hearing your, your insights and uh, you know, just, just talking about uh, some of your experiences. So thank you so much for that. Sure thing, Kate. I've enjoyed doing it. Anything else you need at all? Uh, not just yet. Maybe I'll uh, bring you up again in a little bit to see how things are going. But um, yeah, I, I really appreciate it, and I uh, look forward to yeah. seeing you in person at the, the next event. That'd be super. Ask me about chiming hymns the next time. We didn't get there because we ran out of time. I've got a lot of things to say about the organization. Yeah, definitely. Served, I'd actually, served, you know, yeah, I served as chair in both, so uh, uh, they're both dear to me. Yeah, actually, I'd, I'd like to do that. We can set up a different call for that because that, there's, uh, there's so much there, and uh, I'd like to get into that too. Okay. Very much appreciated, and I'll look forward to running to you soon. Sure. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.